Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. My co-host is back, right out of her comfort zone. We've got Maria Lacasta from Midnight Rose Equestrian. And we also have a very special guest we're going to be chatting to later in the show. Kyle Duar is here and we'll be talking to him about what it's like to be a top Grand Prix rider. And that's brought to you by Seminole Feed Stores, who we greatly appreciate. He is one of their champion riders. And we're very excited to chat to you later on and hear all about your very interesting life. Sounds great. Awesome. Wonderful. And we're also going to hear a little bit about why Seminole plays so well into his program and how all of that helps his horses compete successfully and do so well. So we'll talk more about that. I'm going to start off with some news before we go to Dr. Adam Kayot, who's going to be chatting about hurricane preparedness. We hope very much that we don't need it, but uh, definitely a good thing to be prepared for. And especially at this time of year, we were just talking about the warm waters right now and some of the concerns there. We're definitely not speaking that over this season. Um, but uh, just a heads up that water is very warm at the moment. So we're going to be keeping an eye out for that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a wonderful program here in the Marion County area. We've been um, partnered with the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch for the last few months, and um, they have a very special adoption program going on right now. Um, I should call it a foster program, really. Um, far off, it rhymed. So, anyway, it's an amazing program, and they're going to have a couple events a year so that um, foster parents can actually come out and, and visit the horse that they've fostered. So, I think it's fantastic. Very cool. Yeah, it's a, a real worthwhile program. And, you know, I feel like the more young people we can bring up here in the horse capital around horses, the better off we are. And uh, a lot of the, the programs that we have in this area, like Lowell Correctional, have some stats that show that the prisoners at Lowell that have been part of the equine program, there's something like a 0.01% return to jail rate compared to the general population. Yeah. So horses change lives. And, you know, we know that as horse lovers and owners all of our lives, we know that horses change lives. So if we can help these young people, um, these programs, I want to help them all. You know, uh, we have to, obviously we can't, help them all but we do what we can so um we just want to share that with you and see if we can get a, a few more fosters um for these horses so um as i said we have a great show and do we have any other announcements i think that's it isn't it did i get them all okay good well we have a great lineup for you um for this show we're gonna as i said talk to carl dewa about his program 
and um, some of the successes he's had with his clients and students and um, a lot of what's going on here in Ocala Marion County, obviously with World Equestrian Center. And we're gonna especially feature um, Seminole feed stores. And I have a little funny that I have to jump to. Um, I think we might have a picture of it. My experience, and I have to do this. This is a shout out for Lowe's because Lowe's on Silver Springs Boulevard are always so good to me. Um, and I am not a handy man person by any means, but I decided I needed some pavers uh, for the front area of my house where I want to put a rocking chair. Well, in our studio, moving around this week and moving things around in my office that's also here for the CEP, um, I had a really nice driftwood horse that Alan from Equine Therapy International had purchased for me because I admired his. And I decided it was time to move it to my new house. So it's quite heavy. I loaded it up in the truck yesterday in the bed of the truck under the, the cover. Went to Lowe's, got my pavers. I was standing by the door trying to decide how to get these pavers in the truck. And one of the managers went by and said, can I help you? And I said, yes, you could watch my cart while I get my truck. So I went to get my truck. And he said, well, I'll do one better than that. I'll help you load your pavers. So I said, okay, great. Thank you so much. So he wheels the cart out and he opens the back of my truck and he goes, oh, what's this? And I said, oh my gosh, I forgot. I had my driftwood horse in the back and it's quite large. So he said he grabbed it and lifted it up and he said, how could you possibly forget you have this back here? I mean, it's, it's big. So anyway, he carried it to the front of the truck. And when I went around to the front of the truck, I found he had very nicely seat belted my horse in the front seat for me. So, yes, it was wonderful. Um, so well done. Thank you very much, Rick, who introduced himself to me and said, anytime you ever need anything at Lowe's, let me know. So shout out for great customer service to him. That was wonderful. Coming back, that Winnie was the one minute sound. So that means we're at 20 seconds right now. Coming back on the Horse Talk Show with Dr. Adam Kayot and Hurricane Preparedness in just a minute.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. We're going to have Dr. Kayot give us a few horse hurricane tips just in case. Of course, we hope we don't need these, but let's just get them out there. Dr. Kayot, hurricane tips for horse owners. Yeah, so we're, we're taping this time of year, hurricane season. So the, the, the question I always get asked is, is it better for my horse to be in the stall when the hurricane's coming or out in the field? And I said, well, that depends on your stall. Um, if, if you have an old barn that structurally is um, a little suspect, then your horse might be safer out in the field. However, if you have a, a, a barn that's really sturdy like this one, probably safer bet to put the horse in the stall. So that gets that out of the way. I mean, I've had, horse, I've had horses, you know, I've been down here almost 21 years now. I've had horses killed in both areas. So one is not better than the other necessarily, but I think it weighs on there's more protection in the barn than out of the barn. But if you have a horse that's not normally ever in a stall, it might be wise to practice before yeah. storm time. Yeah. yeah, don't wait until the wind's blowing and trees are falling around and it's time to put him in the stall. He's, yeah, that might not work out so good. But um, so that that's uh, that that certainly is a consideration you need to think about. Um, Horses generally deal fine with, with hurricanes, um, even if they're outside. Um, as long as they're not hit by flying debris, they do fine um, most of the time. The thing that I commonly find um, after hurricanes in horses are abrasions that happen on their lower limbs. A lot of times they'll get cellulitis, and and I'm thinking that's just due to the sand and the debris that the that is hitting them in the lower legs where they don't have as much protection. And, and so you get these little micro abrasions that, 
end up getting infected afterwards. So that's the most common thing I see. Um, but certainly, as far as management goes, um, we kind of went over, do, do you bring them in or leave them out? You need to have water available to them, you know, fill your muck tubs up, clean your muck tubs out, fill them up with water because if you lose electricity for a week or two weeks and that pump's not working, you know, and you don't have a water source, um, you need to be able to, to provide water for them. And that, that, you know, that's probably the most scary thing. So you need to have plenty of water available um, if, if your pumps go out and you lose electricity. Um, other than that, you know, certainly uh, if you have a first aid kit of some sort, some bandages, your typical banamine, anti-inflammatories, all those things can be good. And, you know, if, if you get an accident that, that might need some first aid because we can't come out if the hurricane's bad enough veterinarians aren't necessarily coming out and running around on the roads either so you have to be able to handle a lot of this on your own um, in the acute phases and then once we can get there we can get there um certainly so um and you know you, you know how it is around here trees fall across roads and you can't get you can't get past them and there's you know there's no way for us to get there so you have to be a little bit self-sufficient certainly um in the acute stages so have your first aid kit up to date go through it check it make sure you got plenty of water that you can give them and um you know and and just just be aware of of what's going on around around your farm and 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 how things are makes sense very good tips from dr adam chaot a louisa tip at Seminole Feed Store and probably a few other places, they sell the stuff you can write on your horse that's waterproof. Um, and it's a good idea to put some form of identification. Remember, um, a nylon halter can get hung up on something and the horse can get hung up. So if you're going to leave a halter on, a leather halter, but then remember a leather halter can also break and come off. So it's not a bad idea to tie something in the tail or to take some of that chalk they have at Seminole Feed Stores and some of the other places and write, go away, hurricane, on your, no, write your horse's name and phone number, uh, your name and your, and your phone number on the side of the horse, because if, God forbid, the horse got out of the barn or out of the field, at least somebody will know, um, or get your microchip put in. Or if you don't, or if you don't <laughs> like your horse free to a good home. <laughs> That's another option, right? <laughs> Louisa Barton and Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. So, hurricane tips. Uh, we were just talking about some fun hurricane stuff, weren't we? In the yeah. in before the show started about some experiences we've had. Your new barn at your facility is is wonderful. You've hurricane proofed everything just in case. Yes, we have absolutely all concrete block. It's set up just right for our old facility. We had everything boarded up and you know make sure the horses were okay. Now we know they'll be fine. It's a good feeling. Yeah. For sure. It's good here to know. I mean, fortunately in Ocala, Marion County, we are very inland, um, which is a, is a good thing for our horses because generally, whichever coast it comes from, we're up, up high enough and in enough that, that whichever direction we get it, we have some land that kind of breaks the fall, if you want to call it that, before it gets to us. And then, of course, we do have some good high points, hilly points here, which help um, with the dips and the, you know, kind of destroys it on the way in. So, We've been fairly fortunate, but I will never forget Irma or Faye and how scary those storms were. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, I think the, um, the, the ownership of horses makes it, you know, even dicier. Yeah. You, you have concerns when you have animals you, you know, can't bring in the living room. Exactly. We also, our biggest concern was 
power, obviously. So we have a generator just set up for the wells so that if all else fails, the horses have water regardless, because that was a concern during Irma. Yes. You know, we have to figure out how to get the well powered as well as the house and everything. It's very important. I know yeah. I've gone around filling up everything before, like we wheelbarrows, well. buckets. Yep. Empty water troughs, right. bathtubs, sinks. Yeah, we did as well. Yeah. Like, and with being a show barn, three buckets per horse, we have 60 horses, we have a lot of buckets. So we'd have them all full for Irma. And fortunately, we didn't have to use them all. But yeah, now we have the generator, which is much. The generator feel. makes you feel much more. Yeah. So we know where to come now. Exactly. This is also educational because I haven't been here for a hurricane yet. Oh. Right. Now I'm building a barn. New experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just watch the horse talk show because you know we um we cover it all. Um and one of the things that we we have mentioned before is some people move their horses if they don't have a structure they feel is safe. They move their horses to places like the Florida Horse Park or Ocala Breeder Sales. And um one of the things we always laugh about, well we don't laugh about because it's not funny, but we laugh about uh is those people who try to work with the horse in the horse trailer it doesn't like the horse trailer on the day of the storm yeah and you know we don't recommend that if you have a difficult horse like my donkey for example um you know you need to start working on that ahead of hurricane season don't be trying to load horses that don't generally load you don't have a show horse that goes anywhere and it doesn't load a lot don't try and do that on hurricane day when you're already stressed out so um that's always a good heads up for people who have pasture pets that you know that don't go far and uh, like me, for example, when I moved house um, just a couple of weeks ago and my donkeys didn't want to get in the trailer, you know, because they don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. they're, they're pasture ornaments, you know, so all of a sudden they didn't want to load up. So, yeah, don't be Louisa. Um, make sure your animals are, are ready for that. And, and the other thing, of course, that we talked about with Dr. Chaos is having a good medical kit on hand, um, you know, some banamine in case the horse does have a little colic reaction. And um, definitely some sedative on hand is wise, yeah, some ACE, sure. or I told you my ACE story before yeah, yeah. before the show. So we're coming right back. We're going to have Kyle on with us, and we're going to talk a little bit about seminal feed stores and the benefits of feeding seminal feed. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back soon. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. Broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the horse talk show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio, Louisa Barton, your host, with my co-host in the studio, Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian. She can massage you and your horse and make you both better, I promise. And then our very special guest, courtesy of Seminole Feed Stores, is one of their champion Riders Kyle Dewar, and we are going to talk a little bit about Seminole feed. Kyle, it's lovely that you're here with us. Thank you. Thanks for having you me. You have your Seminole shirt on there. Well done. I do, yes. I have many of them. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah. But we should have had them, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with us? Yeah. I didn't think of it till now. Brilliant. Afterthoughts. Share with us a little bit um, your experience with Seminole feed and how it's affected your horse's wellness and performance. I think the start of our success with Seminole was having Angie, who's a nutritionist, come to the stable and really go over the program with us. Instead of just buying grain at shows and having one horse on one grain, one on the other, never communicating with whatever companies we were using before, to have an individual come to the stable, see the quality of the horses, the condition of the horses, the hay, the paddocks, etc., and then helping us develop a feed program was unbelievable. Game changer. Game changer for us. Big yeah. time. Yeah. We have a lot of horses that come from Europe. They look terrible. And Seminole. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, <laughs> so a mare, for example, the month and a half quarantine, they look terrible when they come out. Yeah. Or, or we get a horse stuck in transport waiting for the next airplane. And who knows what they're getting fed there. So when they come to us, they're always underweight. 
the coat stressed out terrible, because stressed of all out. the change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and they seem to bounce back so much faster than say five years ago when we were using other bee companies. Really? Yeah. So you really see a marked change in those that have had like kind of a drastic change in mm-hmm. their circumstances and feed and like you said the quarantine for a long time yeah difficult yeah. process for them and for some reason we used to have to introduce new grains very slowly because of colic potential other things and with seminal it just seems we can just go right on to it seamless just yeah. transfer and and mm-hmm. not have any issues that's wonderful yeah. i'm sure it's because it's so fresh too i think that really does help a yeah. lot yeah. I, I do plus i think the lack of fillers Mm-hmm. in the feeds because i feel like as a human diet fillers in human diet have adverse effects on your digestive system regardless i feel like it has to be the same for a horse that all those extra fillers and preservatives and things have to yep. have an effect too so sure. i'm sure that really helps um seminal had their first mill in the 1930s here in ocala they've been here for ever and ever um i feel like one of the things that really gives you a lot of peace and comfort with the difficulties of horses digestive systems and all the troubles they have one of the things that's really comforting to me about seminal feeds is the fact that there isn't anything else made in the mill no exactly is there not dog food there's not cat food yeah it's straight horses and it's built for horses and they work directly with the farms which is also not normal you know you could get another company potentially when we lived in wisconsin one week the bags would be made in Idaho. One they're made in Illinois, where now I know the feed's being made in Ocala. How nice is that? Yeah, and it smells like you could eat it. I know. You know. Believe me, um, what was it I used to feed Sunny that I loved so much that um, this, the meadow meadow herb? Uh, I honestly could have poured milk on it and ate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I tasted them. It was delicious yeah. and so fresh tasting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that does make that makes a huge difference. It's made here locally. It can't be contaminated with something from cattle feed or or some medication can't fall. I mean, we have had situations with other feed mills before where horses got sick from a contaminant falling mm-hmm. into the feed, yeah. which you know can happen if you have a but you can be, there's always human error, you can be as careful as possible. But even if you have another room where you're creating some other feed and medications fall, it can, contamination can happen. So it's a great peace of mind to know that that's the, that's the only product coming out of that mill. For sure. And currently I'm not jumping so much uh, FEI stuff, but when I am, I go to Angie and I say, hey, I have these upcoming events. Is there anything I shouldn't be feeding? And she's so on it and says, okay, the grain you're feeding now has nothing that will um, come up positive in doping. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so, and like, I'm, I feel assured that that is the case because of her unbelievable knowledge. Um, and she works directly with my barn manager, writer, Emily Coulter, who's amazing. And Bibby um, Farmer Hill is also amazing. So if we ever have any issues, we call her and she's at the farm. That's like, great. We had a horse choke. And totally unrelated to the grain, Angie still came out and took samples of all the grain and the hay, took it back to Seminole just to assure us there was no mistake on their part. And that's unheard of. That is unheard of. That kind of relationship and that having someone local that can actually come to you. Oh, I mean, that's that's priceless right there. You have 60 horses on the farm? About that. 
Yes. Yeah. And there travel with like you said that you travel with like 30 at a time. So do you just take bags of grain or do you like do grain baggies? Or... No, no, fortunately we everywhere we go has seminal. Oh yeah. So Phenomenal. yeah. Um whether it be Tryon, Kentucky, Aiken. Mind you, we don't travel as much now because of WEC, but I mean we can get it everywhere. That's wonderful. Yeah. That way you don't have to do a diet change and try to switch switch them back. Or Which we have to do all prices. the time. Or haul it all, yeah. Yeah. And well, I used to have a semi and I'd fill the top with, with grain and now we don't do that anymore. It's mm -hmm. Super. Now you use Dynasport. Yes. And tell us a little bit about that. You've got horses obviously competing at high levels. You've got clients with competition horses as well. How do you feel that feed plays into, um, you know, muscle tone, suppleness, fitness, um, weight management and all those things? Um, well, all of the above. I mean, it's, you can maintain the horses with less grain. We do a lot of hunters and equitation horses that typically you want heavier. Uh, it's very easy to do that without making them hot, which is always a problem we used to have. The more grain you feed, the more energy they have. Right. Now we don't have to worry about what grain is going to give them too much energy because it's such low starch. And then my two good horses now are quite hot horses. And the best thing about this grain is because they take a lot of work to get to the ring. Their weight does come down at the shows. I can give them more grain and it doesn't affect their temperament. So that's that's a win win right yeah. there. And we've been pretty good colic free. I mean, I can't think of a serious colic in the past three years. Nothing that had to go to the clinic. That's great. Yeah, that's phenomenal. It really yeah. makes a difference when you can count on your feed. And mm -hmm. and as far as supplementation goes, I know I read that you find you don't need to supplement nearly as much no. with seminal feeds because they have so many of the important ingredients. And in. Yeah, I mean, you still have the customers who are in the smart pack, you know, dark hole that we, we deal with, drawers <laughs> and drawers of smart packs because <laughs> um, their marketing is very good. But our personal horses, nothing. They get nothing. My Grand Prix horses are on nothing. Maybe platinum performance for one for its stomach, but that's it. But yes, we still have the smart pack black holes. <laughs> yeah. There's an ocean oh, in the India. little plastic. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's Indian oceans full of smart pack right now. <laughs> yeah. But you're very happy and comfortable with the fact that your seminal feed has everything in it that your horses need. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we also do a lot with Rick's hay down the street from us, and they do a lot with seminal as well. And uh, our hay quality is unbelievable for. It's so hard to get hay here for that many horses that's not, you know, $25 a bale or something. So we have a nice relationship with them as well. But, Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So Seminole has been an incredible support system for you as one of their champion riders. And yeah. you have you have seen a considerable difference in performance and overall wellness and health for your horses since the change. Absolutely. Significant. Yeah. And Wonderful. their coats are phenomenal too. And the feet. You know. Coats and feet matter. Yeah, that's how they talk to us. We're coming right back uh, with another segment with Kyle. Stay with us.
on the horse sports day. Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC. It makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a salt water spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital.
Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louisa Barton here in the studio with my co-host Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian. And we have Carl Dewar here, also champion rider for Seminole Feed Stores. We've talked to him a little bit about the benefits of Seminole Feed and some of the, um, the health benefits he sees, as well as in competition, hair, coats, um, feet. We've talked a little bit about all the benefits of feed. We've talked to him a little bit about his life now, which is sounds quite fun with 60 horses and 52 acres yeah. here in the horse capital. Yeah, two yeah. kids and a business. Yeah, yeah he yeah. got it all going on. We do. We do. And we have a good business. We have, uh, from start to finish, basically, we have a pony program with one of the best pony trainers ever, uh, Baby Farmer Hill. Uh, she starts the kids. She's amazing. She's Anybody with the name Bibby and two last names yeah. has got to be a good pony <laughs> yeah. instructor for sure. I, I mean, mean it has to be. <laughs> more pony finals, indoors, everything. So she's awesome. And then uh, my wife and I also train. And we have a couple other riders at the farm as well. So with 60 horses there, how many of those are yours? Uh, fortunately, less than there used to be. Um, I mean, my wife and I probably own... 10 horses i have a few in europe we own some that we lease my those 10 horses include my daughter's ponies um some retired horses but primarily they're client horses i actually um bred a pony that um i think i sold him when he was about a year and a half or two years old and he actually went to the pony finals twice oh no way yeah i know like a total accident i'm sure yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah really neat i love the pony finals i love the ponies i grew up with welsh ponies yeah well, I grew up, uh, I rode ponies in Ireland as well, and I grew up riding ponies in Canada and Spurs Meadows, and, and our ponies jump big. Yes. I mean, we, we jump round bales on the, the Meridian uh, in Calgary, you know, between the two highways, you know, just smacking them with Did you do branch. Chase Me Charlie there? No. You didn't do Chase Me Charlie. So yeah. Chase Me Charlie is a very British thing, and it's, it's a lot of kids do it, you know, with their riding instructor. You have them all in the ring, and at the end of the lesson, um, everybody, we, we put a, start with a pole on the ground and then everybody goes, you know, obviously you try and stay safe, yeah, you know, yeah. not run up behind anybody. Um, but you all go over it and then it goes up to the first hole, the second hole. And if you refuse or fall off or knock it over, you're out yeah. and everybody just keeps going around. There used to be like maybe 10 or 12 of us in a group lesson. And so we do chase me Charlie That's at the fantastic. end and eventually it would be really you know, it'd be up there. Yeah. And my pony would be like, no, I'm done. Yeah. And so I never won, but it's okay because there were big horses in there that would go over. It might be, you know, massive. So I those ponies are impressive. Like, I remember seeing some of the ponies at, like, first year in New Zealand where I'm like, um, that's a horse-sized jump. Yes. Yeah, it is. So the largest jump in meter 40. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's ponies good. are impressive. Yeah. Ponies are fierce. Mm-hmm. Ponies are tough. Mine were tough. Yeah. Sultan was nicknamed Wiggly Lines because bless him after a jump he could never stay in a straight line i mean he it didn't matter where he was wiggly mm-hmm. so he was wiggly lines but we did a lot of chase me charlie i'm surprised it isn't like a big hit here so no. now you'll have to try it i know it's difficult <laughs> when, nowadays the kids they jump very small very organized i know i was the kid that would go up with the with the ruler and go Oh, you said I was going to jump three foot six today. It's I know. Only three foot five. We yeah. were wild. Mm-hmm. Was we didn't care. To be like an elite rider, were you always like grand prix? Uh, yeah, I I was lucky enough to live in Calgary, and I was I 
I think eight or nine years old, and Ian Miller won the Lucien, or what was then the Demorier, and threw his hunt cap in the crowd, and I almost caught it. Yeah. And before that, I played sport as kids, but I mean, after that, I was I was hooked. Yeah, like I wanted, and then like, I that up, will be my hunt cap in the future. Well, yeah, <laughs> I ended up working at Spruce Meadows when I was 12 years old as a busboy, so I could watch the jumping. So I'd be the busboy in the VIP area, and I didn't do any work. I just stood, stared at the arena. Um, <laughs> so that was quite cool. Did you come from a horsey family? Nope. Oh, nice. No, my dad was in the airline industry. My mom likes to trail ride, and she she ended up being a horse show secretary to support my my oh, habit. Yeah. Um, but no. Not, not a horsey family. Really? Like, yeah. That's inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like really is. The rest of <laughs> yeah, it, it was a hard, it's still a hard climb, you know, oh. but um, no, it was, it, I didn't start from, my parents weren't trainers, we didn't come from lots of money. I went over to Europe thinking I was a superstar after winning a medal <laughs> at Young Riders here, and I wasn't even allowed to ride a horse for a while. What? I did, it was terrible. I, yeah, I just cleaned boxes and brushed horses and, you know, drove the truck. Then eventually got a few to ride, and now that man who I work for there's my best friend in the world, and we do a lot of business together, and trains me. And who's that? Bruce Gooden, a Zealand rider. He was based in Belgium and in Sweden, so he was always kind to me. He would give me a lesson, you know, once or twice a week, which was more than anyone else was getting. So without him, I would. You wouldn't be where you are. I'd probably be a dishwasher or something. Yeah. And did you meet your wife in the horse world? I did. Uh, I took a nice job in Iowa, which sounds not nice. It was fantastic. <laughs> I don't regret a minute of it. It's what I needed. I jumped 100 horses over thousands of jumps. Wow. Worked for a wonderful family who I'm still close with. And I met my wife while working for them. And she had built a small facility. Well, I guess a big facility considering what we were doing in Wisconsin. And we got engaged and then ended up... Uh, moving in together in Wisconsin and started our business together. But still very close with the Iowa family. And you often, or at least fairly often, compete against one another, right? I know, I was like, how's that? Yeah. <laughs> I remember in the beginning, I remember, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kick your butt. She was um, better than me. Oh, fine, yeah. that makes it even better. She won a lot more than me. Really? But, but now, uh, recently, she's getting back into the bigger classes after a bit of a, you know, a yes. bit of an accident. But yeah. We're very thankful she's okay. That's yeah, great. she she just purchased a eight year old that I was fortunate enough to develop, one of the nicest horses I've had, and uh, she watched it come along. And as soon as she felt it was going to do what she wanted, she bought it. Just great. On another lovely horse um, that I would love to have in the stable. I think it could jump anything in the world. So she's got two great horses now. Which is fantastic. And do you guys ever end up swapping horses? Uh, yeah, it's always never to my benefit. <laughs> yeah. I had this lovely small mare named Eliza that we bought, and I just loved her. And Kathy had this big, scopy, cool-looking horse. And this little mare, she was never going to jump the really big stuff. So, uh, and she she couldn't stand this big clunker of a thing. So I, oh, I can fix it. So we traded, and the thing was off. It was off. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't a good deal for you. No, I did a six bar in Atlanta and Aaron Bill just laughing at me because it knocked the first jump down <laughs> out of six and it was maybe this high. Like it was it was almost embarrassing. So we did sell the horse fortunately and now I know better. <laughs> no more of that trading with no, the wife. No we have to go to break. We have one more segment with uh, Kyle. We're gonna talk about what he does when he's not on a horse. 
for mucking us all. So stay with us on the horse talk. Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Nirvana, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton in the studio here in Ocala, the horse capital of the world at the CEP equine studios. Uh, Maria Lacasse here from Midnight Rose Equestrian. And also our special guest here, Carl Dewar, who is a seminal feed champion rider. We've been chatting a little bit to him about his horse world and uh, very successful uh, business that he has here in Marion County and 60 horses, 52 acres, lots of clients, 12 people in his team, him and his wife um, running a fantastic operation here. Great credit um, to what they have built and grown. And thank you very much to Seminole Feed Stores for supporting this uh, wonderful endeavor. We can't say enough about uh, about Angie. Uh, Heather Crawford, she is just an amazing uh, nutritionist, amazing, gives, provides amazing counseling for Kyle for um, any questions he has. And 
and uh, wonderful communication coming out to the farm and, and supporting everything that he does. So um, we're going to switch kind of it over a little bit. I want to talk to him um, a little bit more about what he does to get away from the horse world when he needs a little bit of a break. I, um, I saw on Facebook, it looks like you do have a, another life uh, away from the barn. I think that's important, don't you? For I think about people like Aaron Vale and his wife, Mallory, and people who are husband and wife teams who work together every day really in any business mm -hmm. not just in the horse world but kind of having that outlet and and that god sometimes you got to get away from it so that you can go and do other things yeah actually aaron's a very close friend of mine and i'm great guy biggest fan oh yeah like he's phenomenal he's the he? only guy that i think in this world is the greatest uh but both him and i have a vacation home on his is on the other coast and they make an effort to go there as a family and like Aaron said, he didn't even know what it felt like to be a normal person until you have kids and a wife. Yes. And this has been the same for me. You know, now I, I can't wait to be done on Sunday to take off to the river with my son, attempt to fish, you know, poorly, you know, but uh, we have the best time together. I normally watch my daughter's show and then my son and I will take off to go fishing or go golfing or, you know, whatever his hobbies are. That's good. So yeah. your daughter rides, but your son... He has other. He does sports yeah, as he, well. He's quite an a uh, quite an achiever in the sports world recently with his. Wow. Yeah, he's a fantastic tennis player and golfer. Really good little athlete. Um, he wrote a little bit, but it wasn't for him. Yeah, my son was the same way. He's done a little trail riding and things with me, but never really found it to be his his no. thing. It's not for everybody. No, and I do miss the gypsy life a little bit with traveling with the kids. But if we still live that life with him it would just be terrible for him. I mean, he would be one of those kids in the camper on his phone the whole day. Yeah. You know, so now we're very lucky that we have Weck and Venice and, you know, Wellington, all these close horse shows so that if we do go away, it's just four days. So a lot of times he'll stay home for two and meet us down there. And, you know, so he's not going to be that left out part of the family that you that's, see in our industry good. a lot. Yeah, that's know? very good. Yeah. yeah. And then what about balancing marriage with, with everything how is that difficult when you when you're every day and with the horses and is that is that tough for people i i like to share that issue but in regards to our marriage our kids have been great because we make an effort to get away yes and sometimes we have to drag our daughter by her ear because she wants to stay with the ponies right but once we're off the farm it's, she has a good time yes yeah. always this is to get her off the farm yeah so do you so, schedule that first, like the family time and then the show? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So next week, um, you know, I didn't jump last week because I was sick. The old me would have to jump next week. This is just, <laughs> right. I have to jump. Right. Next. Now I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to take the week off. Yeah. Uh, my best friend's coming from Europe. We're going to go. Maybe we'll sneak back for two mornings and train, but we don't want anyone to know. Because right? mm -hmm. then I'll have to teach lessons. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. We're going to just take a nice week off and then two more weeks at WAC, and then my son and I will go to watch Pony Finals, and then I'll take him from there to Vancouver, where I used to live, and he loves it there. I take him there three or four times a year. It's fantastic cool. that you can separate and still give your son the attention he needs and the things he's interested in and still be successful and, yeah. and be able to hold all that together. That's a lot. It is a lot, yeah. And I'm actually glad he does it right because it's actually made us have to be normal. It's a good thing. <laughs> it is a very good thing. It's because it's so easy gym. to get swallowed. <laughs> there so is easy that. To get swallowed. I'm like, I struggle with that. Where I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'd rather be like riding horses all the time. Yeah. It yeah. is your son, and 
can help you to think what can I do to right. you know that he's yeah. interested in because you don't want to only you don't have that too much of that tunnel vision it's very easy to do that when you have horses it is very it, easy when you live on the farm too and they're right there yeah I actually feel like it's less than the pressure on me in the ring uh, for sure I have goals I would like to be winning more right now uh, but I'm in between horses and this is the cycle of life unless you're really deep in horses as far as you know five or six top ones but uh you know he jumped Saturday night yeah this is great but I can't wait to leave Sunday Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's also very cool. That's a good balance to have. And also when you've got clients that you're trying to bring along to help them have successes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Where before I was very much about just me, and my group of horses, and I had quite a few at one point. And now I'm a lot more into the training and I have two horses. I have one that is fantastic that I'll never sell, that my wife bought. And uh, quite recently she was harassing me. He's getting old. It's time to sell him. So I got my checkbook out and I bought him from her. And, <laughs> you know, I don't have to sell him. So he's a bit like, he's family for me too. Yeah, so. I get that. Yeah, I am looking and trying to bring the depth back into my string of horses, but currently I'm really enjoying just being a dad as well. Yeah. And I'm only 40 in our sport. I mean, you can go forever. Oh yeah, look, I mean, if I think of people like Ian Miller and um, yeah. like uh, Nick Scott, Skelton Scotty and like Scotty. You He's a hundred at least, Scotty. Yeah. You're a hundred. We know it. <laughs> no, but you're right. You've got years and years of riding left. So yeah. you know, what do you enjoying do for self care to like prolong that. A massage. Yeah. <laughs> um, does whiskey count? No. <laughs> uh, I, I love to fish too. Oh yeah. And I love to tinker get on the, the water and get on the water. You and... have the place at Crystal River. Yeah. yeah. So you can get away yeah. a little bit, kind of. Mm -hmm. Still be home in your own little space, sure. but be away from the farm. And if something's for a bit. happening, I can get home. But you're not far to, away. No, and I yeah. love to tinker around out there, you know, try to fix up things and play around and just explore the area too. I love that. Um, and again, before my self care was nothing. It's just work. Right. Like that, that horse over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you would kind of live and breathe and die on whatever the last class was, mm -hmm. you know? So, fortunately, I don't have that anymore. That's true. Yeah. It's good balance. It, it sounds like you've got good balance. balance, and with Seminole feed stores behind you to mm -hmm. keep the horses healthy and well and winning. So mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah, we have lots of good sponsors, but primarily Seminole. Is. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're coming right back with the last segment of the show after this, so stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapesa, magnawave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, broadcasting from the CEP equine studios in the horse capital of the world in Ocala, Marion County, Florida. Had a, uh, a great chat with Kyle. Um, Angie said he'd be a great guest to have. Uh, it's been wonderful to chat to him a little bit about his life and uh, kind of balancing. Sounds like he's got a very, very good balance of, um, of family and success uh, at his farm. And we have Maria Lacasse here from Midnight Rose Equestrian. Had her on the show several times. She's co-hosted and uh, chatted about giving your horse a massage and you and your wife a mm -hmm. massage, which would probably be greatly appreciated. You probably definitely win some points there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I've had some massages in my life, but that's been the best. And um, uh, so definitely something wonderful to think about for you and your horse or your donkey, in my case. Something that I want to talk about a little bit, and we kind of touched on this, and, and I meant to let you go home, but You've been so much fun. I thought could stay for the last segment. It's so educational. Oh I know. It's like learn a lot, right? It's a good advice, though. For you know, you, we were all twenty once, you know, and don't we wish we have heard from people who had twenty years of experience and could, you know, we could glean a little mm -hmm. knowledge from that. So, but we talked a little bit about when you go to a venue, you know, uh, whether it be hit, sweat, try on, wherever you go, how how important and how um, 
inviting it is, if the atmosphere is very warm and fuzzy and and if there's a lot of kind of entertainment and things that pull people that are not necessarily interested in the equine world or don't know that they mm. are because they've never really seen maybe they're even a little intimidated because they don't really understand the sport and I feel like I think of something like the Kentucky Derby for example mm-hmm. where I've been to I don't even know how many derbies do you how many derbies I've been to like I don't know eight or nine or ten or something yeah yeah quite a lot anyway since 2011 so how many years that is and the one thing you see at the Kentucky Derby is you see a bunch of people who aren't horse people mm-hmm. You see a lot of younger people who are just really excited about the fact they're at the Kentucky Derby and they don't really understand what's going on necessarily. They know it's a race and they know it's exciting. There's a big party and all that. But they're drawn by one, the fame and the just the Kentucky Derby. Um, But they're also drawn by the entertainment and the fun and Mm -hmm. all of that. And there's a couple of things to me that I think are important to non-horse people, whether that be young kids in school or older people, or even people who maybe their kids have grown up and gone away, they decide to get back into riding and they need to feel pulled. Mm -hmm. And I think equestrian sport has missed that hugely. You have cornhole on ESPN and you don't have show jumping. That's one of the oldest Olympic sports. This is crazy. It is crazy. And and you, you, you (laughs) you have a sport that is accessible to all genders, yes. It, men and women can compete, compete. on the same. It doesn't plane. matter what yes. you identify as. Mm-hmm. This has been completely untapped in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's zero television for our sport. There's in Canada. We grew up watching Ian Miller. Whether you liked to ride or not, he was a Wayne Gretzky type character. Right. And the country rallied around him because of Spruce Meadows did such an amazing job broadcasting. Every jump has a microphone. So many of these things that are done well in other countries, Germany, Aachen, for well, I mean, and lots of Hamburg, these beautiful shows in the United States is non-existent whatsoever. And I don't understand this. They have more money here than anywhere else. We jump for more money every week at a national show than my friends in Europe would jump for in five years at a national show. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't get this on television and we still are wearing stuffy coats and look like an elitist group of wealthy (laughs) Decent white people, right? <laughs> this isn't necessary. We should have cool jerseys, cool yes. helmets. We should have music. We should, you know, it should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun and attractive the to the up and coming young famous, people. The riders, you know, how are you going to get, say, and this is selfishly, but say a younger generation of new money to sponsor someone like myself if they're watching a stuffy sport? You can't really hear the music, and everyone's like, oh, it was lovely, you know? But, <laughs> you got to make it fun. Yeah, but you take that same person to Spruce Meadows. I don't know now. I haven't been in a while, but they're going to buy you a horse because mm-hmm. they want to be in the crowd, and they want to hear the explosion when you jump clean, you know? But this is just, it's gone now. And then, unfortunately, Weck, it's gone. Hits was non-existent. You know, there's no atmosphere there. Tryon does a great job. Because they bring in everybody. They do. Try on is yeah. is. Uh, I think that's the first time I ever saw one of those slides, kid slides. That's a horse. Oh, it's fantastic. You know the blow up slides. <laughs> yeah. It was a horse. I'm like, that, and it was right out front when you walk to the entrance before you get your ticket or go in or do anything. 
there's this huge horse, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's well, they all complain, so cool. Oh, but this isn't finished there. That's not finished. Like, do you think those spectators they busted from Greenville care? Yeah. They they just got to have to a see, great time. Yeah, there's some cool band playing. They mm -hmm. had a great time and got to watch some jumping. And maybe one of those kids will ride one day, or maybe one of those, I don't know, a man or woman will buy you a horse one day. Right. You know, and still in Ocala, they're trying, but they're missing it. They're missing it. Yeah. So there's two things. There's the entertainment factor. And then there's making the sport non-intimidating mm -hmm. because you understand it. Yeah. This is my yeah. job. Yeah. Does this look intimidating to you? Yeah. This is Sunny, the hobby horse or stick horse. So October 22nd at the Florida Horse Park, we are going to have the stick horse equestrian games. And we are going to invite equestrians who are the top ones in the sport. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at anybody in particular. <laughs> yeah. To come and give a short lesson on your stick horse. There will not be a charge for admission for this. You will learn how to do the sport on your stick horse, and then you will compete for prizes on your stick horse. So we're going to do show jumping, eventing, barrel racing, reining. There's another one follow. Polo. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have a massive parade of real horses at the end of all of that because we actually have 61 breeds of horses in Marion County. We're going to try and show all of those off as well. So you get to learn about the breeds, meet the breeds, see the breeds, parade around the horse park, have a polo match on stick horses, which will be a lot of fun. Trying to stay on your stick horse with a mallet could be, um, could be fun. And um, so I think that's going to be a great event. It's going to be free. We're going to have some vendors and some food and some fun and games and things going on out there. Maybe we can find one of those horse bounce houses, things, slides that's a horse. I hope we can find one of those. Uh, but we want to make horse sport fun and appealing, but we also want people to understand so that when they go and watch something, they don't feel like, well, what's going on? What are they trying to do? Mm -hmm. You know, what's a jump off or, or what's a chucker or what's a, you know, so we're hoping that this helps people um, understand the sport and also have fun doing the sport and learn from top equestrians who are successful in the sport. Yeah, sounds great. We think it's a good idea. Yeah, it's really good. It's our CEP4 equine event. We had the Equine Industry Expo in March, which we had right down downtown here at the market. And we had live horses on demo. We had um, little mini parade. We had carriage rides. We had farrier vets um equine dentists here so they mm -hmm. could learn about the industry i think it was brilliant. so this will be brilliant and fun too so i hope you'll join us at the florida horse park kyle thank you thank you for having me yes thank maria thank you yeah, check out brilliant. midnight rose equestrian thank you seminal feed stores we appreciate you greatly and we really enjoyed having kyle with us whether you're in ocala marion county the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around till the same time next week